Blog Talk Radio. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? Bitchy keep on the sugar dime, can't quit, what? Now pop the cork and see the Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing Phantom of the dark Walk through my heaven With levitation From reefers Drenching deep As in these seven Showboating with rugas Flash vines Belafonte digger Let's get forward this birth As we confiscate your figures Chasing over brown Levitating Jiki and Dashikis The La Hada car 54 Chasing diamond Running headed ice band The big killer diamond Convention Harlem Buck Strut Freezing world heights Hollywood Madam Butterfly Let me in your house The pleasure From the knuckle swat Shadow boxes Catching black eye blue I play the thief What? Sensations at the What's up, what's up? Good evening. Good evening, good evening. I hope everybody enjoyed their week one of the NFL season and their week in general. I know I did. Uh, especially Monday night, uh, unfortunately for my co-host. But anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome to tonight's podcast. More on that later. Uh, this is Scott Bergson. I am the creator of the sports ball called The Clown Times. It's called Spell with K. And this is The Clown Hour. Uh, you can find my blog on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And you can find me on Facebook. Um, I've been having a little bit of fun uh, at the Cleveland Browns experience. What else is new? As well as RG3's experience as well. What else is new as well? And uh, other things. Uh, so, you know, I'm very indiscriminate in terms of making fun of teams. I occasionally make fun of my own. Uh, but anyway... Just go to the search window on Facebook at Upper Life Hand Corner, type in the Clown Times, search for the Clown Times. Yeah, that's Clown Spell Vacation. You're able to find me there as well. So, this is the time of year that God smiles upon us. I always said that, <laughs> you know, because you have college football and, even though it's week two of college football, but, you know, it's football and the week one of the NFL season. I'm, 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 I'm stoked after week one. I'm happy as hell that we're back in it. And we're going to talk about week one and, and, lead, and just look ahead to week two in a little bit. Uh, so help me do that. I'm bringing my man back, my man Ace, my man Ace, I should say, Dwayne Nash from Blog Talk Radio, Sleazy Radio. And uh, find him on, on the yard at slash HBC Sports Online as well. So, Dwayne, beautiful time, man. NFL season, one under, uh, like, like one of the books. We, we're one of the books, but how are you holding up? Um, first and foremost, why you got to bring up old stuff? You know, Monday has come and gone. That's, that's behind us now. We, there's no need for us to discuss what happened on that day, but, um, I am not surprised, but what I am surprised, um, by is exactly how bad it is, but I guess we'll talk about that later. But to answer your question, I'm doing quite all right, uh, young man. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fair for a square, man. Lots to talk about, lots to break down, man. But uh, first of all, um, you know, just off from the top, you know, we had some games that went as expected, some surprises here and there, i.e. New England over uh, Arizona, you know, like Jimmy Garoppolo or people on ESPN Sports uh, first take started calling Jimmy G for some reason. Uh, and, and, and like Jameis Winston balling out in, in the ATL week one, um, just, just give me your surprise so far for what you've seen from week one in terms of, like, things that really blew you off of your chair, literally. 
Things that blew me away. Um, I mean, the easy things, I guess, would have to be uh, New England's play, uh, the fact that yes. Jimmy Garoppolo was capable of going out there and managing this team as well as he did, even without Gronkowski. And that defense was mm-hmm. capable of going out there to play the, and play the way that they played to keep the managing Garoppolo into this game and, and subsequently winning it at the end. Um, another surprise, I guess, which is another easy surprise to talk about, would be the play of the Denver Broncos. Um, I, yes. I didn't have them winning this game against uh, Carolina, but that defense looked like they didn't take the summer off the way that they looked against um, Carolina. Right. And, and for them to, yeah. to actually keep Simeon in it, who had bad moments, but the, the, the thing about Simeon that surprised me, I guess you can kind of say this as a surprise, he had, what, three turnovers in that game? But how poised mm-hmm. he was after those turnovers. It was like he wasn't phased that he made mistakes because he knew the defense that he had was going to be able to turn the ball, well, create plays for him to get back on the field and, and, and do better. So I, I guess right. uh, Trevor Simeon's play is kind of a surprise, but those three turnovers kind of eliminates that for me. Um, the, the the three biggest surprises – uh, actually, four. No, it's three. The three biggest surprises have to be, number one, the play of the Detroit Lions. I was not expecting that offense to come back without Megatron. Mm. And to make it even sure. more interesting was how diverse that offense was. Eight guys caught yeah. balls. You had two guys running the ball for over 40 yards. Um, they they looked like a well-oiled machine. I don't know if, if it's fool's gold or not, but they looked – very good against that Colts defense, even though that Colts defense is kind of like Swiss cheese. Um, right. The, no, I was right the first time. It is for surprises. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> My God. Yeah, man. You're yeah, down 24-3 really? in the third quarter. And, and the turning around and winning in overtime. That was that was insane. Yeah. Dude, um, we, that – yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I got say? one point. No, no, no. I was going to no, say ahead. that it, it, it's best go. You know, you can tell it's going to be a long ass season, San Diego. You let a, it, yeah. a 24 to three lead get away on the road against the front runner, what's considered to be a front runner, AFC West, and then to have a fall apart. Yeah, I understand the, the injury to Keenan Allen. You know, uh, you know it's going to be out for the season. I know that's a crushing blow, but you have twenty-four to three. This ain't college football. I mean, you have your division rival on the ropes. Finish the ass off, home. and the fact that they didn't. Yes, I know. I mean, the thing is, they had them on the. I mean, they had Kansas City there the rights in their own place in, in Kansas City's yeah. place. That that's hard to do. I'm, that's just very hard to do, and. You know, the fact that they let that lead slip away and the way they lost it in overtime, it's going to be a long-ass season, San Diego. I mean, it's – it's. I feel bad – almost feel bad for Phillip Rivers, but it's it's going to be a long season for, for, for San Diego. But, 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 Balmies, please, please continue. I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to bring that up. No problem. But to add on to that, no Jamal <laughs> Charles, and yeah. I guess you can call it impossible because – uh, he, he does it on occasion, but not that much. Alex Smith threw for well over 300 yards in that game. What? Mm. What, what did that happen? Yeah. You know, what, what planet, you know, are we on, are we on uh, 
playing Bizarro and he's going three hundred over three hundred yards. I, I, I guess we are. But, you know that, that was Once crazy again, to see. Yeah, three hundred oh, yards. Yeah, to be exact. See, exactly. And, and, and my my top two, actually, one is a is a super surprise. The other one yeah. is a surprise that we're not really surprised by, and that would have to be. Uh, the play of the Oakland Raiders on the road against the New Orleans Saints. I was thinking about for, that. Yeah. For Jack Del Rio to go for two uh, at the end of that game and to get it. This is a situation where, you know, you wouldn't expect this team to do this and not only expect it to do it, but to be successful in that try on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, huge surprise. A big set for Jack Del Rio. And, and Derek Carr just looked fantastic in that final drive and in that two-point conversion. But my biggest surprise <coughs> goes to a non-winner me. Uh, from last week, and that okay. will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? Yes, and let me explain why. Think okay. about it. This is a team who a lot of us ha- has had in our bottom three in terms of rankings in the league for like the past couple of years. Probably no right. higher than 29, right? Right. For them to go toe-to-toe offensively with the Green Bay Packers, a top-five team <clears throat> in my book in the league, right. and for that defense to right. kind of to hold them under 30 points and, and they're still trying to get it together in Jacksonville, I thought was impressive. And, and that was a game that they could have won. Um, had they yeah. not uh, had to settle for a field goal early on in the second quarter, they, they drove. It was a drive that ended up in Green Bay's eight-yard line. If they were capable of scoring on that drive, that game probably goes. Matter of fact, Green Bay would have had to come from behind to tie it to send it into overtime. Had they gotten the touchdown instead of a field goal in that situation, but um, you know they they only they lost by four a lot closer than what I thought it would be, a lot more competitive and a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. So Same that's here. why I have them as my biggest surprise because they've come the furthest than anyone else, even though they lost. You know, and Blake Bortles, <clears throat> the much maligned third-year quarterback, passed for 320 yards. He he had a good game. He did not look yeah. bad at all. It's just that, you know, if you have – if a team – if you're playing against a team that employs Aaron Rodgers, well, that's just the breaks. Uh, what you want to do? Exactly. Exactly. But my 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 biggest takeaway is I alluded to them earlier. Or I mentioned them earlier in passing. Jameis Winston, in no particular order, of course. Jameis Winston. This brother, man. Let I mean, let me tell you something. He he, he had four touchdown passes. He threw that one pick, but he passed. He completed 32, 30, 23 or thirty-two passes, two hundred eighty-one yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. He outplayed. He he. I mean I mean he. Pretty much outplayed Matt Ryan, even though Matt Ryan didn't have a bad game per se. But yeah. he 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 blew his QBR rating out of the water. Jameis Winston did, and he just looked poised, very poised and very polished. I mean, very much improved over last year. It's just it's 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 obvious. It's evident to me that Jameis Winston is about to make the jump from year one to year into year two, which is one of the reasons why I picked Tampa to finish second in the NFC South and challenge for a wild card spot. It's something. Mm-hmm. It's just some about this. It's something about that dude. You know what I mean? It's something about putting his days of floor, his days, his 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 ability to motivate. I mean, I don't know if you heard his his ass chewing he gave his Seminoles in halftime 
against Old Miss uh, two weeks ago. But I didn't uh, get a chance to watch he, it, but I know of it. Yes. Yes. You, please YouTube it. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a YouTube moment, and yeah, it'll, 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 it'll send the chill, chill up your spine the way he got into those boys like that. Um, and 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 also another surprise. I was I was so impressed with the Raiders, namely mm-hmm. Jack Del Rio. I love coaches who think outside the box and not be stupid at the same time. You know, it's because it's a fine line. But Jack Del Rio's decision to go for two was awesome, not only for him thinking outside the box, because he knew that his defense had a hard time stopping Drew Brees and knew that he wouldn't have a chance of winning on the road against Drew Brees in overtime because Drew Brees just, I mean, he threw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. He balled out. As exactly. Usual, Drew Brees. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is that he knew that if you play on a heat like he'd be in Jack the Real, knew that if you play on a road like that, you have a chance to steal one, you take it. You you just take it. And I'm glad that he thought outside the box and and, 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 and was and thankfully Michael Crabtree was able to deliver on that catch. But well, not just that. One, the fact that, yep, the fact that New Orleans has a trash defense, that was a that right. was a fantastic gamble to take in that situation. Yes, exactly. So pretty much all the arrows point to Jets are real taking the two point conversion. He did it, and they and, and he converted. So mm-hmm. props to him. Props to the Rays. I think the Rays are going to be pretty damn good this year. But I got two more surprises for you. Both are losing okay. bosses. The Colts. I thought the I thought the Colts were going to take a huge step forward this year, and I know it's early, it's week one, but the way they let the Lions go up and down and up and down and up and down the field on them, and and and, and that uh, Andrew Luck couldn't keep up with Matthew Stafford, that was pretty shocking to me. I, I didn't mm-hmm. expect the Lions to come out like gangbusters, you know, the first half. Granted, the Colts did rally and take the lead late, but the fact the matter is is that they couldn't close the deal. At home against the Lions of all teams, um, and of course, New England Patriots. I mean, as much as I bag on Bill Belichick for you know his cheating, his, his just cheating ways, I, I can't knock the man's coaching ability. Man, he was able to take Jimmy Garoppolo or or GQ magazine also calls him Jimmy G. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and. And went to and pulled out a win in Arizona. I mean, they just. I mean, it's just amazing to me. I mean, wow. And I mean, Garoppolo didn't look scared. He had a sweet touchdown pass that he mm-hmm. threw early in the uh, first half. But you gotta give it up to Belichick, man. He he's he's one of the best ever coaches. I mean, he and just did. This was a, this was a game I I had them losing. And for them to come out with a W in this, there's a high yeah. chance that they could go four and zero. But I'm still a believer that no matter how good New England is, they still find a way to lose to either the Jets and or the Dolphins, mm-hmm. and they play the both of them within this next four, or is it the Bills? Yeah. I can't remember. But they somehow find a way to lose at least two uh, or one or two uh, division games. And I'm thinking that right. this might be the block. This may be the surprise, and I can't. Uh, I don't know who who is going to be, but there's still a way they can go four and zero. And and for Tom Brady to come back and face the Browns after that suspension, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. They it's can't. Gonna be if they start the season five and zero, it, it'll be a mess. Dude, they they play the Dolphins this week at home, and the Dolphins played well at Seattle last week, but mm-hmm. yeah, they own the Dolphins. And um, I mean, it just amazes me. They do it year in and year out. I mean, I had most of America had New England losing to Arizona. But if they do finish 4-0 without Tom Brady, look the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> just look the hell out. It's just, wow. It's Again, Bill Belichick is proving why he's, one of, he's the, one of the best coaches of all time. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Um, well, we're going to start this new feature, bro. Uh, we're going to, like, in apologies to uh, the Tom Jordan Morning Show, we're going to have a <laughs> Bama's of the Week. Each oh. week, okay. So I know you, 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 your proclivity of using the word "bama," which is quite hilarious by what he say that. You have a chance <laughs> to pick one to two, or maybe three. Be like "bamas" of Week One in the, in the NFL. So I gotta put you on the spot. So if you had to choose at least one Bama of Week One, who would it be? I actually have two groups of Bamas. <laughs> And let me explain why. First and foremost, of course, my proclivity comes with me being a D.C. native. It's like yes. when we're born, it's automatically – Bama and Joe are automatically in our vernacular. So it, it, it's, it, 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 it comes freely, and it just flows yes. so, so nicely when I say it. I don't even realize I'm saying it sometimes. But uh-huh. my two groups of Bamas, there aren't – actually athletes and or coaches in this situation. All right? Okay. My Bamas are Bama number one, or yeah, this entity group number one of Bamas has to go to the league. I find it okay. ironic that, you know, as patriotic as the league can be, and, you know, they even yeah. take money from the military to promote the military. They wouldn't allow these guys to wear, you know, um, 9-11 inspired cleats. That's a total joke. Totally. And, you know, and, and they actually – Exactly. <clears throat> you know, they, they actually threatened to, 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 to find players who would wear these cleats. There were a couple of guys that did. I can't remember exactly who they were, but the mm. league has since rescinded those fines. But – for even yeah. them putting that out there, y'all some bammers, dude. On 9-11, yeah. how, how rare is it that you get a chance to actually play on 9-11 and to salute those that were affected by the incident? Yes. League, y'all some bammers. Totally agree. Totally you know, had they been pink cleats, they could get away with it, though, I guess, huh, right? So. Yeah, I guess, suppose. <laughs> well, that, that's another um, story for another time. I mean, that's a, yeah, another story for another time, Coach Gennaro. Um, <laughs> group of Bama's number two: Trent Dilfer, Michael Rappaport, Kate Upton. As much yep. as I want this whole Colin Kaepernick need thing to stop being news, allow them to do what they're going to do. I'm getting tired of hearing people's reaction on how people should protest. And yeah. for the three of them to say what they said this past weekend, if, if the listeners, if you haven't heard, get a chance to go out, 
Google it, search it, especially Kate Upton. I enjoy looking at Kate Upton, and I hate Don't we to all? go to the whole aspect of Kate Upton just be a model, just be an actress. I don't want to do that. I know um, Jermail Hill had said the same thing, but sometimes I, I need you to do some research and, and have an understanding of what it is that these athletes are doing and why they're doing it. You know, the same reasons why people felt afraid and, and had this feeling about 9-11, it's the same way black or the same reasons why black athletes feel as though that they need to stand up and protest what's going on in this country because we also feel scared as African-Americans. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, allow well us said. to do what we do silently, mm-hmm. might we add, uh, and, 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 and go about our way. So those two groups of Bamas right there are my Bamas of the week. Okay. Well said. Well said. Um, first of all, let me address your very, very last thing you said. That weren't orig- in, in my original group of Bamas, but I'm going to go ahead and address it because I've heard it a lot today and, and yesterday as well. Uh, and since Sunday, actually, since Sunday night, after we most of the league going games ended, um, I've been on record, and you know this, but I've been on record mm-hmm. saying that while I might not have done what Colin Kaepernick has done in terms of not standing, because I I naturally just stand for the anthem, may not put my hand on my heart and cry or whatever, but I at least stand. Mm-hmm. I do respect this right to protest because that's what the First Amendment is for. Okay. Exactly. Never mind the fact that I do agree a thousand percent with what his process is about because I have eyes that have my own experiences too, similar to yours and similar to his, as black mm-hmm. men in this country. However, I do again I respect I may not have agreed per se with how he chose to do it, which is fine, but I respect his way of doing it. Mm-hmm. The same reason and you know what though? The same people who criticize those folks, those brothers who took a knee and and Kaepernick in general, you know a lot of those people are the same ones that probably booed President Obama. Did you see when they booed President Obama when he made, when he gave his, like, 9-11 uh, commemoration to all the stadiums this weekend? I didn't I don't know see if you heard the video, about that but I heard about it. And, you know, yeah, once again, it's, it's, it's not the first time that I've heard about Obama being booed at a sporting event. Remember, I've talked to you about the whole Kevin Durant situation and how that right, may have been right. a, a, a turning point for him to leave OKC to go to to, to go to the state. But mm-hmm. that has to once again to be a, an athlete that plays mm-hmm. on a pro, an African American athlete to play because what it happened in Baltimore, right? So what? So, it didn't happen in Baltimore? Yeah, it happened in Baltimore. It happened in a lot of stadiums. It, but it may, but okay. they focused on Baltimore because Baltimore had a – it was just terrible. It was a terrible scene in Baltimore. Like my point in oh. bringing that up is is that these same – I'm not going to cuss, but these same jokers are the same ones who bitched about Kaepernick's right to protest. That, yeah. If that's not hypocrisy, I don't know what the hell is. Okay, I got to say that. I got to get that off my chest. If you're going to do something to to boo to do to boo the office of the commander in chief, which again is their First Amendment right, they have the right exactly. to do that. I'm not clowning for doing that. 
I'm just clowning them for being hypocritical to turn around exactly. and yeah, and to to bash his young brother for using exercising his right to protest in a peaceful way. He's not hurting anybody. So exactly. I didn't get that off my chest, but thank you for bringing that up because I was stewing over that the entire for like the past three days or so, and just the hypocrisy that people just guessed me. But rewinding it, remixing it, okay, I'm back. <laughs> um, my band of the week have to go to the coaching staffs. Okay, not even the, not, not even the players as much because you know players had. To, I mean, there's no one player that had a god awful game this weekend. Well, maybe the true. LA Rams quarterback, but but that's nah. and lose that's that. But but that's because of the coaching staff. So let's start there. The LA Rams coaching staff, i.e., Jeff Fisher. How this mm-hmm. fool keeps the job, I have no idea. I mean, he's Mr. 7-9 for a reason, okay? They got blanked in San Fran, and I don't think the San Francisco team is any good. 28 no. to nothing. 28 to nothing. You got the first overall pick in the draft who's not ready, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you reel out some scrub <laughs> to, uh, to actually Case Keenum, who had, who had two interceptions, Completed 17 of 35 for 130 yards. Ew. Oh. And, and the fact that they, that this team, that's the, like the Rams, the only employees, one of the better defensive fronts, in, like in the league, the front sellers in the league, but they're wasting the talents of Todd Gurley on offense and uh, Tavon Austin as well. And, and to an extent, Kenny Britt. I mean, it's, they got talent. They're not using it. So that's, Squarely on the coaching staff. So, Jeff Fisher, Mr. 7-9, you won the Bama of the week. And the last Bama of the week, the coaching staff has to go to, I'm sorry I have to say this, but I do as I love, your beloved Washington Redskins. Why, oh, why, they did not have uh, your boy, Josh Norman, who was a Bama in and of himself, cover Antonio Brown the entire game? I have no idea why. Why 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 would they just leave on one side? You know that Antonio Brown was do always doing is switch to the other side. And why wouldn't he? Because he torched that, that poor guy, was it Brolin? Brolin? The other cornerback? Dwayne, you there, brother? Dwayne. Ah, I'm sorry. Dwayne. I have my phone on mute. Uh, yes, Scott, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> that was that was my mistake. Yes. I had my phone on mute. I was drinking a, a, a nice tasty beverage while you were talking to get oh. my, my palate moist. <laughs> tasty beverage. But um, gotcha. <laughs> to 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 defend the staff briefly, and then I got a mild comment, yeah. a, a small comment about uh, Jeff Fisher. Um, yes. The, the, I, I remember I said this during the preseason, during our preseason preview of the skins, that I had a feeling yep. that this defense would have. Josh and Brashard play one side, and yeah, he did say that. Yeah, it's, it's because you know people just believe that Josh isn't a corner that can cover on both sides. But at the same time, I was under the influence that Brashard was a better cover corner. But in mm. that situation, no one else. Well, with the exception of Josh, who actually, when he was on Josh's side, he did a fantastic job. Where he did uh, against Antonio Brown, five targets, no completions. 
Right. But um, I don't know if it's because of the style of defense. I don't know if it's because of Josh Norman's style that he can't, you know, isolate on, on a key receiver. I don't know if it messes up the integrity of the defense for him to do that. I don't know if they're ready for that yet or not. But a lot of that talk, well, not a lot, but some of that smoking wasn't all Antonio's talent. It was partially Big Ben's talent by putting that ball perfectly in spots and capable of throwing that ball extremely quickly. But you're right. Something had to have been done. I don't know if they go ahead and rotate the safety over there to help, if they attempt to run ISO on them. They needed to do something, but the fact that they did absolutely nothing, you are absolutely correct, bothers me. But um, there aren't many receivers, there aren't many corners that are going to be able to hold uh, 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 Antonio Brown uh, under 100. It it, it takes a team effort for that to happen. So um, I'll I'll gratefully accept that, that that, um, that Bama – uh, for that defensive uh, coordinator, Joe Perry, because he's always been a yeah. Bama, and, and the fact that um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping that if he doesn't turn things around, that he gets let go, and that Bama could go <laughs> elsewhere. But for mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher, and this is going to be real quick, he's trying to pull what he's been doing his entire career, which is not start rookie quarterback. Remember, he didn't start Steve McNair. If I remember correctly, um, God, who was the starting QB that that was ahead of McNair? The only difference, the only thing is, the starter that they had ahead of McNair was a talented veteran. Case Keenum ain't that oh, dude. Yeah, Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler. Yes, yes. There you yeah. go. There you go. Chris I couldn't remember, yeah, I remember if it was him or Testaverde, but yeah, Chris yeah. Chandler was an experienced vet. So, yeah, I would sit um, Steve McNair down. And I'm not anti-sitting a, a rookie QB. I'm so pro-sitting a, a, a rookie QB. But in this situation where you're Mr. 79 anyway, you might as well go ahead and start yeah. him. That's who the fans want right. to see, New City. And for what I'm hearing, L.A. does not love the Rams. They do not care about them. As a matter of fact, they're still fourth in terms of favorite teams playing right now and two of those teams ain't playing right now in the Clippers and the Lakers. So mm-hmm. you need to do something to, 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 to be an attraction in that city, in, in this new market. And, and Jeff Fisher must have something on that, that Rams owner. He must have, like, naked picks or a sex tape or something for this dude to continue to have a job with that organization. I don't know what happened. It's yeah. amazing to me, man. I, I don't know how he has a job. I don't know why he's a job. I don't know he either. hasn't been in the playoffs in like like a decade or at least a half a generation. I mean <laughs> You're I don't very know. I close, yes. And and he's no, the only he's he's only had that one little sliver of success while he had Steve McNair and then that one year after he left. But other than that, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So I don't know how he that does was it. Yeah, Steve McNair and Eddie George ain't walking aren't walking through that door, folks. Sorry but I mean, they, well, I was going to say they could, but technically Steve can't. Sorry, but well, Eddie yeah. can. But I don't know if Eddie is going to be able to get on that field and do anything. Well, Eddie's so. enjoying his wife. You see, you know his wife who his wife is, right? 
I wouldn't oh, be walking yes. that door either. <laughs> no, I'm sitting in the crib too. Yes, Lord. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Lord, <laughs> we're gonna start a new thing every Fantastic week, folks. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna we're gonna have a you know we're gonna have a since it's the NFL's on Sundays, play on Sundays, and we go to church on Sundays. We're gonna start having our prayer request after every week of football of NFL football. So um, I'm gonna talk to you first, brother. We're gonna just. Give your people like 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 the people like give your candidates a prayer who needs our prayers to the football gods, and I'll give mine, and we'll just sit in the way and hope that it sticks somewhere, and and hopefully they play a little better and get their heads out of asses. So who 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 are your um, your candidates for prayer after week one? Oh, my my prayer list is. I'm I'm trying to keep it short. It's rather lengthy, but we got a lot of sick and shut-in brothers in this right. league right now that, that, you know, need to send a word of prayer here. So let me go ahead and get into my character of the good Reverend Dr. Mumbo Sauce here. Um, <laughs> first and foremost on the prayer list, uh, we have a brother sick and shut-in here. Um, out of my second home, Greensboro, North Carolina, the yes, San Diego Chargers wide receiver, Keenan Allen. Uh, prayer oh, needs Lord. to go out for this brother. Somebody needs to lay hands on this dude's legs. For whatever yes, reason, Lord. he can't stay healthy yes, to save his life. So um, mm-hmm. a prayer go out to that brother, please. Um, another prayer for Brashard Breeland. I, I took it to defend him. But my God, there were some situations where he got burnt. Somebody once again yeah. say a word of prayer for that brother, please. Um, yes, please. While we're on that subject with that that organization, the Washington Redskins D, oh. especially their run defense, as porous yeah. as that offensive that defensive line is, yeah. that one play, my God, where D'Angelo Williams stopped. Saw the hole and ran through it to score that touchdown. Took the two cats. Oh Lord, yes. Someone needs to lay hands on that skins defense, that front seven, to help stop the run, especially with uh, that Cowboys beat when the Cowboys run offense coming into town. And yes, Lord. two oh, special, yes. two special prayers go out to these two uh, Bamas here, the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, sir. Yes, Holy Lord. water, hands of prayer, that organization needs help. And to this brother, my favorite Preach. Bama of all time, Brittle Bob Griffin. Oh, God. In Cleveland. Help them. That Bama oh. needs some prayer. Everything they said negative about him while he was here in Washington, for whatever reason, continues to follow this brother. It's a Cleveland. So yeah. I ask the congregation to please say a huge word of prayer for this yes, family. Lord. Yes. So somehow, some way, find a way to stay on the field because his career is basically over. Yes, it is. If he can't see the field and be productive, God help, God help this dude because his career will be over. Amen. In his great name. Amen. I pray. Right on. Right on. 
Lord, 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 you know we love you. You know, and I know you love us. He, and I know you even love these scrubs to call on the NFL field. Whether it be players or silly coaches. I'm going to start with the coaches, Lord, and work my way down the tree. Listen, 79, Jeffrey Fisher. I still have a job, Lord, and only you know, the only miracle that you know about. I know that you smile on scrubs as a result of having him. Coach Fisher, continue to have a job. I know you're very merciful, God, and allow this fool to have a job after 79 seasons. And God, boy, on the back of the Los Angeles Rams fan base, who may want the Raiders back against the other Rams, I should have turned that around. Put it in seven, Mr. 79's heart to be 9 and 7. Turn that program around. Now, also pray for the one brittle. Bob himself, the Bama of all time. Not only Robert Griffith III, but Tony Romo. Bound on the sideline with a bum shoulder. Then he'll get back out there. Knowing damn well his career in Dallas After watching his brother man, Dak Prescott, do his thing. He's going to continue to do his thing, Lord. That should be with him. And last but not least, Lord, as I scroll up and down this, this, this school sheet, so I'm trying to find some more candidates. But I'm struggling here. Uh, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, Lord. Man, oh man. They can't get it right with Robert Griffith III, even though his done behind didn't want to slide. Threw his shoulder into harm's way for some reason. Maybe it's the ponytail <laughs> he has. Maybe it's the fact that he looks like Mr. Goodburger. I won't shake that in his life. But God, please be with Browns fans. But I thank you. I thank you to and giving the Browns fans LeBron James and the NBA title. That will last them for years and years and years so they can get over the the, the constant mediocrity or downright secondness of the Cleveland Browns franchise. And we lift them up in prayer, Lord. That's in your name and your holy name. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. 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 And amen. All right. Woo. The Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Spirit. Yes. Yep. And, yes. and I know oh. the Browns fans want some victory. <laughs> 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 they want one, some one quick, wins. One quick addition yes, to the yes, prayer sir. list, please. Uh, I want to yes, pray for please. some wisdom. Yes, Lord. I want to pray for some wisdom for this Cowboys fan base. For whatever reason, oh, they were Lord. happy after a loss. You know, claiming that they've seen the future in, 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 in this organization and everything has gone well. So I'm praying for wisdom for that entire family. Right. Please, God, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve May Smith would love that prayer. Um, so <laughs> we'll get you out on this one, bro. We'll get you out on this one. Um, looking ahead of week two, we got some matchups here. I know it's a little early to make some predictions. Well, maybe not, but. Give me a really quick rundown on what to expect in week two and who do you expect to rebound in week two. Wow. Um, rebound in week two. Um, yes, sir. Wow. Being that I don't have the schedule in front of me, I'm going to oh, take that's all right. some. I'll help some, you out. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm who, gonna, who you got? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I got to change. One. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Quick rundown. I was going to say, I was going to, yeah, yeah, I was going to do a very quick rundown. 
Jets, Bills. All right. Who you got uh-huh. Thursday night? Jets, Bills, who I got. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets. I think the Jets, actually, that's a rebound. Jets rebound from that yes. tough loss that they had against um, <laughs> uh, uh, Cincinnati. Um, that was another uh, good team that uh, team that looked good this past week in, in, in Cincinnati against the Jets. I think the Jets go ahead and rebound um, in that one. Some other teams, real quick off the top of my head, that rebound. Um, yes, sir. Uh, 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 who does Arizona play against this week? Arizona plays someone crappy. No, no. My, my bad. They play the Buccaneers at home. Wow, that's going to be an interesting game. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think that I, I I think that Arizona's defense should be good enough to hold uh, Jameis, and, and they potentially rebound. They rebound in this game, and the third team. My God, if they don't rebound in this one, it's going to be a long year. Uh, my skins. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the skins to potentially rebound, but the thing that bothers me is the fact that they're calling for rain, and what happens yeah. normally in rain games, the run game. Um, I'm actually going to change that. The winner of that game is the team that rebounds. And my personal, well, no, I take that back. I need the skins to rebound. Uh, I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> I need the skins to rebound, but I am afraid yep. that it may not happen because it's going to rain. Rain mm-hmm. benefits teams that run well, and even though they right. didn't look good against the Giants, watch out. Uh, I am afraid that Alpha Morris comes back to Landover and looks good in FedEx yeah. against this Vengeance. old team. I, I am yeah. I am afraid of that, but I don't know if if, if that is capable of leading this team, but I got to change feeling that run game is going to do something. But I'm hoping that my skins rebound. So those are my three picks, the Jets, the Cardinals, and the skins to rebound. All right. Here's my very quick and, and bully nuance. And by nuance, I mean – I'm going to probably chase them around a couple of times after the night. <laughs> I got the Jets beating the Bills tomorrow night. I think the Jets are just better than Buffalo. I think Buff- I think this is the year that Rex, that Rex Ryan's can get his ass fired, um, mm-hmm. which is sad because I actually like Rex Ryan. Well, I'll be at the Bengals-Steelers game in Pittsburgh, and I'll be looking forward to it even though it's going to rain, and that's not going to make my wife happy. But at any rate, I got the Steelers and the squeaker over the Bengals. This, this, this is the new rivalry in the AFC North even though mm-hmm. I'm still partial to Steelers-Ravens and Steelers-Browns. But this is the new thing, man. It's it's serious. It's serious. Uh, I got the Lions beating the Titans at home. Mm-hmm. I got the Ravens spanking the Browns on the road. Mm-hmm. I got I, – believe it or not, I have your beloved Redskins beating the Cowboys. I mean, hell, wow. y'all better. I don't, <laughs> I don't if, they, if they don't, I might yeah. be on suicide watch. Yeah. I know. It's curtains. I, I got the Giants beating the Saints. Uh, I got the Panthers beating the hell out of the 49ers uh, at home. I got the Patriots doing the same to the Dolphins. I have, which is going to be a doozy, Chiefs at Texans. That's going to be a mm. tough one. But I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs have Houston's number for some reason. So I got the Chiefs over the Texans in, in what should be a good game. I got the mm-hmm. Seahawks, like, beating down the Rams, the punchless Rams. And yeah. what may be my upset special. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I got Tampa beating Arizona in Arizona. Ooh. Arizona's going to start the year 0-2, and there's going to be a little bit of panic because, frankly, Arizona had no business playing the way they did against New England in week one, even though Bill Belichick outcoached uh, 
Bruce Arians. Um, I got the Chargers, and what, who's and what's going to be the easiest, easily going to be the who gives a damn game of the week. I got the Chargers <laughs> beating Jacksonville at home. Um, I got the Raiders wow. going two and zero against the Falcons. I got the Broncos going to two and zero against the Colts, and I'm looking forward to to seeing Green Bay and Minnesota christen that new stadium in Minneapolis. It's beautiful. If you hadn't seen it, watch the game. It is it's it's a beautiful place. Very, ah. very beautiful. Even though I wish it was still outdoors to take advantage of the home field advantage in Minnesota, but nonetheless, very beautiful place nonetheless. But I got the Packers winning. And last but not least, and what should be a snooze of a Monday night game, I have, believe it or not, Carson Wentz beating sour ass looking Jay Cutler in Chicago Monday night. So those Not are my surprised. quick picks, which I may change my mind a thousand times over. But as they say in the business, sue me. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the other thing, too, real quick. I completely forgot yeah. about that matchup. That's another rebound game. I think Jacksonville actually comes out and beats San Diego. So those are the teams that lost a week prior that rebound and win. But everybody else, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked because I agree with your picks. I wouldn't be shocked by those teams, and those are all teams that won last week for the most part. Yeah. So, it should be good. It should be interesting. So, uh, we'll see, and we're going to have some more fun. But, dude, this was fun. I mean, I should have – we should have done this prayer request of Bama for the week several times last season, but we're going to keep oh it going every week. So, thank – dude, that was funny as hell, dude. But thanks a lot for chiming <laughs> in. And, and enjoy the rest of your evening, and enjoy the games this weekend, brother. Thank you. You do the same, but I'll speak to you later. All right, that's my man, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on this, on this uh, Blog Talk Radio show every Tuesday, Pleasy Radio, with the coach, who's also my guy as well. And also look for him on uh, the Yards HBC for all the lowdown with that as well. Yeah, it's a fun show. Um, but everything's fun when the, NF season, when the NFL season's back in the full swing. So there you have it. I'm happy. The world is happy. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in to the show. This is Scott Brooks, the Clown Hour, signing off. 06, y'all. Good night.